Welcome back to Classy Bird Talk, where we talk about relevant topics. Right now, we are in a 10-part series called Crazy Christianity, and today we are on episode 8. On this podcast, we will talk about religion, Disney, Reno, and anything else in our minds. Just a reminder, please follow myself and Scraps at Scrapadapple on Instagram. And you can follow Dave, I guess, at Dave of Reno. And you can subscribe to all of us at Classy Bird Vlogs on YouTube. This week's subject is cookie cutter Christians. But before we get into the subject, we would like to stop by the Classy Newsroom. Here is the update on our lives. Our latest vlog was a boring Disneyland highlights video. That's not what it was called. What, what did we call it? Something like that. It was like 4K boring Disney highlights. Let me Google Something it. Like that. You're gonna Google yourself? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do my homework ahead of time. Hey Lily, I just Googled Google and it's still searching. <laughs> Fun fact, if you type in Classy Bird Vlogs, guess what comes up? Us. Because we're Classy Bird Vlogs. Who else is Classy Bird Vlogs? That is a strange name. The video on YouTube is called, in parentheses, 4K, because we have a cool 4K camera. And the title after that is, a boring highlights video of our trip to SoCal to Disneyland. That's it playing right there. <laughs> that's that. That's us, guys. All our reviews are Dave just playing it over and over. Again. I just play it a bunch. <laughs> um, if you want to watch something boring, totally click that. If you don't, then don't. We really enjoyed making it, and we had a great trip. And thank you for giving us a break. Yep, it was very nice. I didn't touch my phone once. <laughs> so that's our latest vlog. We have more that we are working on right now. Several to be announced um disneyland was absolutely pretty awesome. amazing they had mickey birthday churros <laughs> which were like churros covered in red deliciousness sprinkles and then you dipped it in sweet cream and it was so good and they um they were they, they were really good but it was really busy. It was busier than I thought it was going to be. It there. was, but the Max Pass made it not matter. So if you are considering, or I mean, if you are going to Disneyland, I would recommend right now doing the Max Pass just because it's easier to order more Fast Passes and you get all of your photos included in that, which photos are expensive at Disney. Like even just getting them without frames, man. <laughs> yeah, and you get unlimited downloads for all the photos you get. Mm-hmm. That was, that was pretty fun. It made it really worth it. And even though it was crowded, it, there weren't too many times where we actually felt like affected by the crowds. Yeah. And then when we did stand in line, we felt like, why are we standing in line? We have max pass for everything. Because we were making the <laughs> choice to stand in line. We were like, spoiled. There were a few rides where we were just like, eh, we don't mind. It's fine. That's true. But it's so nice because you can literally stand in line and get a fast pass for another ride. While you're in line. Oh, it so nice. And, you, and we ordered um, food off of the app. Yep, was cool. mobile ordering's pretty solid, and then it's there when you're, I you really, get there. I really, really love Hungry Bear Restaurant. They have the best fries in the world. I know you can tell me all of the fries in Disneyland are the same, but when they're from Hungry Bear, I'm just like, yes. And oh, dude, 
we have to talk about the burger we got there. Oh, yeah. We the got, chili burger. It was an Impossible Burger, right? It was a... Or was it Beyond? I think it was a Beyond Burger. Beyond? Yeah, it was a Beyond Burger. So if you guys don't know what Beyond Burger is, it's like the best tasting veggie burger around right now. Um, the Impossible and the Beyond are both pretty popular. Um, I personally like the Beyond a little bit better, I think. But um, they're both good. But Disneyland started serving it at Hungry Bear Restaurant. We got fries, and I was like, <gasps> they have the Beyond Burger. And it was and so, like a chili burger. It was like a chili burger, and it was so good. And there's, like, you hardly ever find vegetarian chili anywhere, like, let alone a burger. But, like, being able to put, like, chili on a burger was like, yes. Well, not only was it veggie, it was veg- it was vegan. The entire was burger vegan? was vegan, oh, yeah, okay. I don't... which is crazy. I would have ordered it with cheese. Way to go, Disney! Since you're listening, because we know you are, yeah, Disney corporate. Thank you. Also, Thank you. I would really like to play Ariel in any upcoming live action Little Mermaid. I have red hair, so <laughs> you would not need to buy me a wig. <laughs> uh, wow, that's <laughs> that's very that's very good. Um, you know, one thing that I really liked about the, some of the shots we got, the castle was all covered, which was very interesting. But with the new Disney Play app, we were able to like play games if we wanted to with it and yeah, we other like, things. Unlocked Tinkerbell somewhere. Yeah, that was on the Peter Pan no, ride. I didn't want to spoil it. Oh, shh! Wait don't tell other people. Spoil it, you nerd! Hey, all all three of you listening, please don't tell the other people. Yeah, Zach, don't tell Israel. <laughs> um, but the the castle was covered. That was really weird to see. Pretty historical, too. They don't cover it very often. Um, we saw some cool gardens and some other stuff while we were down in Southern California. If you're in San Diego area, there's like these beautiful gardens in Carlsbad area, mm-hmm. technically. And... It was it was beautiful. They had like a huge American flag, like made out of flowers, which like that that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, guys. Like I respect, man. <laughs> and one of the cool things was we were with my my grandparents while we were down there, and they took us to the upper area where we were able to go for free because it costs like twenty something dollars to yeah. get in. So I mean, if your grand picture is so important to you that you're willing to spend twenty dollars, you should spend the twenty dollars because it's a great grand picture. But if you're like me and you're not currently using your phone, then it's worth it to just go see it from above because you can still see everything and it's gorgeous. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with your Polaroid too while we were there. Yeah, we took, we got, I have a, what's it called? One step Polaroid camera. So it's an actual, like, it's like the Polaroid old Polaroid brand. And it was, so I made the choice to just not use my phone just because I've been kind of getting really like kind of over drained with like Facebook and everything so I decided to just take my Polaroid and my Fujifilm and it was kind of it was like kind of cool to have to like really savor a moment and not have the access to my phone where I could just take a picture of whatever I wanted that was kind of a cool experience so well yeah there was lots of fun stuff to do we had a great time thanks for letting us have a break guys but we have lots of vlogs up ready and we're ready to go we had our break we're ready to go and even so much so we're ready to go. We got a new microphone, guys. Oh, we like our microphone. We've been playing with it a little bit. It sounds nice for vlogs and yeah, other things. Yeah, but you calling it a dead cat, which makes me sad. So we need to come up with another name. The dead cat is the windscreen that you put over the microphone. Oh, so that's not what it is. No, the microphone is not. It's the windscreen well, that I don't we put care over what it is. It. it shouldn't be dead or a cat. <laughs> yeah. You Google it, that's what comes up. 
There's a you, little windscreen. He, he googled dead cat and grumpy cat came up and grumpy Aww. cat recently died and it's still sore. So you can't be Googling dead cat. <laughs> All right. If you need a moment of silence for a grumpy cat, just pause this and then you'll have your moment of silence. Rest um, in peace, grumpy cat. We love you. Scraps is ready for summer. The weather in Reno this week was cold it for was some so reason. so dumb. <laughs> we don't know why. It was cold. It, it, like... And the, last week it was 80s. I was getting sunburns. So, so uh. and like the, we used to when I was a kid, it would like rain in Reno and it would just be like annoying cold. Like, oh, I just need a windbreaker and I can't go to Wild Island. But this has been like fall, winter cold. Yeah. The, someone told me today, because we're recording this on uh, Sunday, um, someone told me today like, oh, there's forecasted snow at my house. I'm like, what? And I've been saying every day oh. I'm moving to SoCal. I'm done. I love Reno, <laughs> but I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of the classy newsroom. That's what's going on in our lives. Now for the faux meat of our episode, Cookie Cutter Christians. All right, guys, let's get right into it. What is a cookie cutter Christian? It's like a, so a cookie cutter Christian is kind of like a cookie cutter house. So like when you go, oh, sorry, a cookie cutter house. Or what What else is it like? What else is the word cookie cutter used for? Cookies? It's, yeah, it's a device <laughs> that will cut cookie dough into a shape you want to bake it into. And they're all the same shape. And that's why people use the words Unless cookie cutter. Unless you different cookie cutters and they are not the same shape. That's true. I guess you could be a cookie cutter mom or a cookie cutter dad. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. So, yeah, normally when you hear the term cookie cutter, it's in reference to like suburby houses that all look pretty much the same. Um, yeah, but people use the word cookie cutter for Christians all the time. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty common. I'm not going to say what I've heard. Never mind. <laughs> so, tell us more. Well, so it, I'm guessing your your terminology of a cookie cutter Christian means, like, the... I guess... I'm trying to think of how to word it, like... The just common Christian. So what you think of when you think of Christian is, I have a nice house, I have a picket fence, I have a husband or a wife. Yeah, we were talking about today a little bit, too, the word evangelical and how, like, in society, it's kind of used in this, like, kind of negative way. Towards, like, like all Christians, right? Yeah, towards, like, all yeah, Christians. Yeah, I get upset when, like, and this is why I'm, like, avoiding social media right now, but I get upset when, like, someone complains on Facebook, like, the evangelicals. But they're just, they're talking about me, and I'm like, hey, you're representing me, and I didn't say that. I don't agree with that, like. <laughs> yeah. No, it is interesting. But, yeah, that. so just the idea of a cookie-cutter Christian, I think, is just falling in line with what people think a Christian should, their life should look like. So, like, you should make a certain amount of money. Mom should stay home and take care of the kids. Um, kids should behave perfect. You should have a dog in a yard and a garage. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it really, Cookie Card Christian, the first thing, um, the second sub-point I wrote down on our little script thing was suburban Christian. So I I grew up going to church. You did too. We both grew up going to churches that were like, it almost felt like you had to be a suburban household to be... To survive in that environment. To be accepted, right? Both of us did. Mm -hmm. And both of us did not grow up in suburban areas. No. So, which is very interesting. But we both did not feel accepted because we didn't look quite the same as these suburban people. Mm -hmm. um, but what does it mean to be a suburban Christian? 
aka not the truck we're not talking about trucks that was supposed to be funny i was you didn't even pretend to laugh making a cricket sound but i don't know that it would have like been understood by it wouldn't have been translated no No. (laughs) so i just was quiet so just imagine cricket sounds right after that so people in america for some reason think you have to have a pretty wife in a dress you have to have kids that all look prim and proper i have to have a house with a picket fence and a nice lawn i've got to mow it and say hi frank good morning (laughs) i want to say like it's not wrong to have like a nice house and a nice nice life like that's not we're not saying that that's wrong that's just i think when you look at like the american christian that's what you think of is kind of what we're saying and i mean there are people in that walk of life that at least made me feel like oh you don't walk in this walk of life you're not worth my time and growing up at the church i grew up at i felt that way a lot of times mm-hmm. because my house wasn't as nice as my friends houses absolutely i i grew up going to the church I was going to and I'd visit my friends and it was rough because if I had them over to my house and my house they knew it wasn't going to be as nice as their house they're always like well let's just go to my house and see I had a friend that was like she did have a nice house like you know mom and dad had money and stuff but I mean she was really respectful of my house and like loved and made me feel loved coming over so it wasn't everybody you know living that life but I think it was more so the people not so much my friends but there were people that definitely pushed me out including leaders when I was in youth group Hmm. that lived that kind of lifestyle that made me feel less than because they're like oh you're not a giver we know your house (laughs) no I remember one time all of the girls in youth group had a skirt making party like they took their old jeans and they made skirts out of them and I was like the only one not invited and it was really hurtful and like they all came to church sunday in their little skirts and i was like (laughs) not that i would have like given you my one pair of jeans to cut up but i could have been invited like (laughs) yeah i i know we both kind of struggle with that and like nika said like i agree with what you say it it doesn't mean those things are bad things no it means I, i think people probably i mean just the same we shouldn't look down on people because they have a nice suburban house. Yeah, and, and I think it's easy to accidentally, like, if you're in any kind of a group, it's easy to accidentally push other people out. Like, you don't mean to, but it can happen. That's how that's how bullying and stuff happens, right? Is you look at people and you decide, I, because we all have different strengths, and then we all look at different people, and we're like, your strengths are the same as my strengths, so I'm going to talk down to you. Or I'm going to think less of you. And that's that's what the suburban culture does. Not that being a, being a suburban housewife is not a bad thing, guys. It's not evil to be a suburban housewife. I can't remember which video it was. But, like, do you remember Kelly the Shoes video? You know, like, shoes. Oh, my gosh, shoes. Okay. So there was a sequel. Oh. It's very inappropriate. If you're underage, don't go look it up. Don't but look it up. If you're underage, turn it off right now. There's Throw a lady, like, speaking Spanish, and then the mom of the main character, Kelly, is like, that language I do not understand, and therefore it makes me angry. So I feel, and it's a good testament to, like, if you don't understand something, it makes you mad. Oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah, like, I I always, like, whenever someone, like, says something, I say that as a joke, but I don't think they get the reference, so they just look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> Which, yeah, like some like some people, that's their natural response. If they don't understand someone's life or they don't understand hmm. the way someone looks, it just their automatic response is not to ask questions but to just be angry. Yeah, because it's not the mold of what they believe mm-hmm. it should be. 
It's not the suburban Christian. So I think that's why, like, politics, like, I don't understand Joe Schmo next to me's view. Like, I disagree with it and I don't understand it, so therefore I'm really mad at him. Where I should just be like, oh, how'd you get to that place? Well, look, guys. <laughs> Nika and I, honestly, our church is a lot of suburban people. Suburban families. Or suburban couples. So, we're, we're saying this from someone that loves a lot of these families that I, I think a lot of them are, are doing it them. and they're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. They're doing it the right way. I, I think. I don't no, know. No, there's nothing wrong with the but, type of house you live in. That's not worth what we're saying. Like we, we live in an apartment in kind of midtown area and we just chill and we're, we're who we are. Um, we're not suburban. We don't have a lawn. We don't do any of those things. Dude, but if we had a lawn, it would be the best lawn. Yeah. Cause you'd mow it, right? Yeah. Because we're woke. I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill, and it's been making me want to mow a lawn. <laughs> you can mow the lawn all sit in the house and play video games. Can I have, like, a ride-on like ride mower and just, like, <laughs> mow my lawn every day? I can't afford that stuff. You're going to be lucky if it's electric. And then go into the alley with my or gas. root beer and be like, yep. <laughs> Your root beer? <laughs> That's depressing. Well, I don't like the taste of the other stuff. Uh, root beer? <laughs> yeah, the other kind of root beer. The other like, kind of root beer? I like actual root beer. <laughs> In classy bird vlogs language, root beer refers to other adult drinks, just letting you know. <laughs> okay, so we, I think we've just covered basically what we mean by like a suburban lifestyle Christian. Yeah, it's kind of that Christian where that you'd expect to be a Christian. A nice looking white family that just loves Jesus and they're all quoting, all the kids got a Moana's and Oh my gosh, it's so great. And then secretly they hate each other. Okay, but, and we want to emphasize, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with, like, being that. There's nothing wrong. But as people that are outside of that circle, we have felt pushed out in the past. That's all we're trying to say. I just want to clarify, we're not, like, demonizing anybody. Well, David. Just joking, just joking, just joking. Okay, so, um, what is a saved church? Do you know what a saved church is? Saved church, of course, my church. <laughs> so I first heard the term saved church. There was a girl on YouTube. Her name is Healthy Addict. I could not find this video, but I found another one that I had watched she before. She deleted it. Maybe sure. I I just didn't look Got hard. Backlash either. from she, Christians. She stopped. Well, well, she stopped posting three years ago. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But um, she originally had a video called Why I Don't Believe in Your God, and it was like a description on why she was like an atheist, but that didn't mean she... Was against God. Yeah, she just didn't believe in like the Christian version, I guess. It was confusing, and I was like 13 when I was watching it, and I was like, ah, I don't get it. And she was like making vegetable soup, which looked really delicious. Mm, but not. she made another video, that I just couldn't find it, it might still exist, where she said like... It might have been dumb things Christians say or, like, things Christians say to me or something like that. But one of the things was, like, she was portraying a Christian and she's like, oh, you were hurt by your church? Well, you just didn't go to a saved church. Let's go to a saved church right now. And that's the first time I've ever heard that. Like, my church is a saved church. I never heard that until you said it. Yeah. But I think it just means, like, oh, well, your church wasn't good enough, so you have to come to mine to, to experience a good enough church. To experience salvation, you have to come to my church. I I try very hard. Like, so, I mean, I think where we go to church, we're people, we're kind of surrounded by some people that have been hurt. Like, that's a fair. And so I try really hard, like, when I meet new people, not to talk about our church. Like, it's the 
perfect church just because I don't think that's the right answer. It's the shiitake mushrooms. You should come to Mansad. <laughs> no, because I don't think, like, it's perfect. Like, we definitely have our issues and our flaws, and I don't ever want to say, like, oh, this is the chosen group. <laughs> We're chosen. You're not. That's not nice. <laughs> oh! And, like, just because a church hurts somebody else doesn't necessarily mean, you know, they're, they're not going to hurt everybody. Like, just not everybody's meant for every church. I don't know. Hey, like, oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. This is off topic. Okay. But when we're talking about suburban housewives, normally those are the moms that are like, you can't watch Disney movies. Actually, nowadays, that's not true. What are you talking about? Nowadays, that's not true. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. It was true at one point. No, but they're like the Pinterest moms. Yeah, okay, now it's just Pinterest moms. What do, what do, what do Spiro and Housewives moms now not let them their kids do? Nothing. Nothing? I don't know. I've never been a You know them. You're mom. the one. You're wor- you work um, preschool stuff, right? You said that on your own. Yeah, already. but I... What? <laughs> you know these people. You're going to get me fired. <laughs> no, like all of the moms are good. I think like just the Pinteresty moms make the cute snacks and like... The moms that I'm probably going to be when I'm when I'm a mom, like, I bought a bag of Oreos, and I'm like, sorry, Susan, I can't make the Pinterest panda bear. I don't know. Like, I, lo- I love stressing you on the podcast. Yeah, don't stress me out like that. Like, I, I hope you guys enjoy this. I don't know what the moms aren't allowing their kids to do. Like, so far, I've been good in everything I've asked my kids to do. So no Harry like, Potter. What? You're making me sound terrible. Alakazam. <laughs> David, go away. I'm just joking. Oh, my god. You're stressing me out. It's funny. Harry Potter's cool, guys. Rad. I, I just don't know. Like J.K. Rowling was like, that's about Jesus. Well, I, so I thought it would be like some of the YouTubers, but there's like, and, and not through church, but through some other stuff that I do. I, I do a lot of stuff with like children outreach stuff. Um, so like children's theater, stuff like that. And a lot of those kids are like talking about James Charles and I'm like, and Shane Dawson. And I'm like, so that's what I would have assumed. The parents would be like, no, Shane Dawson, you're too young. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Well, that's actually kind of true. Huh. That's what you would think. YouTubes and stuff. But they all know, like, the tea with, like, James Charles right now. And let me just say, I realized how old I am because they were talking about it. I knew what they were talking about it, but I was like, I just don't care. Like, <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> oh, they only care because it's cool. Kids. Yeah, everyone's like, Super, super salty with James the, Charles right now. And I'm just like, I, I just don't care. <laughs> at the youth group, one girl was all like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, oh, do this thing. And she, like, threw, she was like, here you go. Here, throw that. And then she, it's like, you do, like, this, like, weird, like, move where you, like, oh, move the, your hands. Oh, the wow thing? Is that what it's called? I don't or know. Or whoa or whatever? Whoa thing. And you're, and she's like, all right, you caught it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and she's like, and I was like, where is that from? What the heck? And then She's like, oh, yeah, leader, it's this one TikTok. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. And, and, yeah, it just makes you feel so old. <laughs> it does it reminds me of that Comedy Central video? That's such a funny. Oh video. yeah, like if you if you're over twenty five, you can watch that video. <laughs> do you remember not, where you were nine eleven? Of course humor. I do. I don't. <laughs> oh, oh. And that's how we know we're old. Nine <laughs> eleven. Oh, TikTok. All this crazy stuff, guys. What is our world coming to? It's weird. I want it the way it was. Dave and I are old. We are old. Sorry, this guys. This is totally off topic, Dave. You ruined it. I, it was it was interesting, and I'm I'm proud of my choices. What is a saved church, folks? I what think it? when it's being referred to, like I said before, before you derailed the whole conversation <laughs> to stuff that I'm almost tempted to delete off here. 
Um, I think it means like, oh, I think ultimately it boils down to like, oh, you just didn't go to my church and my church is perfect is kind of how it can come across. Um, so I heard it from that video and I think it's a good question just in the realm of like, oh, like you've been hurt by a church well you didn't try my church yet. And I, a lot of people, you know, it puts a bad taste in their mouths for church in general when they've been hurt. I don't know. So, like, I don't think any one church is the perfect right church. Well, I think most people, what they really need to accept, whatever organization they're part of, whatever they're doing, hey, guess what? All that stuff is filled with human beings, which means that it can get messy, no matter what you do, no matter what you're doing, whether it's a softball league to, I don't know, a Buddhist temple. Everything's going to get screwed up, guys. You're going to get pissed at someone, and you're going to decide whether or not you're going to be a part of that thing afterwards. Which... And the sooner we accept that, hey, things aren't perfect in this world, we can decide to let things go and move on. Move on, you flakes, you snowflakes. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a short break, and we will be right back. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Classy Bird Vlogs. Join Dave and Nika as they go around Reno, Nevada, showing you all of the cool stuff to do. Hey, Nika, let's look at this snake. Wow, snakes are, like, really cool. I hope you guys enjoyed the word from our sponsor. We're talking about cookie-cutter Christians. We still have a lot more to talk about. And now our big topic, which has a lot of subtopics, is can I be saved if... So this topic kind of came to us in a conversation with someone. Came to you. I'm not taking responsibility. Okay, fine. Came to me. Whatever. That said, you know, I just realized people can listen to heavy metal music and still be (laughs) saved. It was a very sweet person. But it got us thinking, like, are there things out there that people do that make them think they can't be saved? Like, so we just kind of got to thinking of all the taboo things like you can do as a Christian that aren't necessarily sin or bad. But I think there's a judgment falling on those things because you don't fall into that certain expectation of Christianity. So the first one we wanted to talk about, hey, guess what, folks? You can be a vegan or vegetarian if you're saved. Wait, what? It's true. You can you can not eat meat and still love Jesus? I'm not even joking. I've had people actually ask me, are you allowed to be a pastor and not eat meat? No, I <laughs> used to work at a place. I, won't, I don't want to, like, name names, so I won't say where. But I was working with this girl, and she literally said to me, I'm just struggling with something. I I really don't understand how you could call yourself a Christian and not eat meat. And (laughs) she was dead serious. And I was like, totally, like, like, I had never been asked that before. Like, I've, you know, I've had a lot of questions about it. But I was like, it wasn't even a how can you or can you. It was, I don't, I don't see how you can be a Christian. And I was like, wow, I didn't know, like, salvation lied in the food that I ate. Like, (laughs) so talking about this i want to dig a little bit dig a little bit deeper on why we are vegetarians and why we are the way we are so i don't know if you guys know this but the 
Bible says we need to be a good steward of what God gave us, right? He he wants us to take care of the things that he's created. We believe that the way the meat industry is handled in America is not necessarily being a good steward of what God's given us. And shouldn't we want to steward what we the wealth that God gave us well? Um, I'm sorry, cutting off chickens' heads and stuff and letting them live in cages um, until they're dead is probably not the best way to handle meat. No, and ripping, like, young baby calves away from their moms and pumping moms up with hormones so they produce milk constantly, I don't think that's right. Nope, and it's... It's probably not great. There are humane ways to do things, and we just decide that we don't care. We'd rather be desensitized to it. But if most of us visited those places, we probably wouldn't want to eat as much meat. No, but if anyone ever did that to, say, a dog or a cat or, like, an animal we consider a pet, it, you know, it's the end of the world. And I'm not saying that would ever be right, but I just don't see... I don't see a difference in, like, my dog and a cow. Like, I think they should both be treated with dignity and... They're God's creatures. Like, sure, he gave us food for meat, but I don't think it was ever intended to be the way that it is. I mean, nothing is supposed to be intended as abusive like that, I think. Now, yes, I've heard all the arguments. I know we, we still have a world of sin and stuff, but the thing is is that we need to make sure that we're being good stewards of what God gave us, right? Um, all Christians would agree you need to be a good steward of the money God gave you. Um, if we're looking back in Bible times, your money basically was your livestock. Yeah, there was talents. Yeah, there were other forms of money. But your livestock was your livestock. That was your wealth, yeah. That was your wealth. I mean, if you had a bunch of sheep and you were a shepherd, that's what you had. If that, if a, if sheep died, you lost money. And we're not judging anyone. We're not saying you have to follow us in this choice to be a good Christian. No, or anything. no, this no, is... no, no, no. Really, it started because I got really sick and was told by my doctor, well, you could try not eating meat, and it worked. <laughs> I was like, yay. But in that, um, we did you know, we did a lot of praying and a lot of research, and just we didn't like what we saw. So, yes, guys, hey, guess what? You know what? There's evidence even in the Bible of Samson and Nazarite vows and other things where people abstained from meat. And guess what? Jesus still loved them. Did you know that? Um, John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, Jesus loved him. Yeah, but he's not a vegetarian. He is a vegetarian. He ate locust. That is a, that's a type of meat. That's bug. And you didn't even know he ate locust till I told you. Yeah, and I wish I could forget about it because it's gross. <laughs> Bible's gross sometimes. Nazarite <laughs> vow. Locust is bugs. Also, I just want to say, too, like, if you're out there and you're you're judging someone's salvation on something as trivial as what they prefer to eat or not to eat. That's not okay, man. Like, salvation is not withheld in that. That's not okay. That's probably a sign that you believe in cookie-cutter Christianity. The wrong kind, not the okay <laughs> suburban household kind. No, there is no okay cookie-cutter Christianity. That's the whole point of this podcast. Well, yeah, but I just don't want people to feel like we're calling them out <laughs> for having nice houses. Like, that's fine. Like, good no, job no, no, working no, no, hard. No, it's fine to have a nice house. <laughs> if, if God's blessed you with a nice house and what you have, then that's great. 
Just as long as you're not looking down on people for not looking the way you do. So I have a question. Yeah. Can you be saved if you have a tattoo or tattoos? Um, Well, the Bible does say that you're not supposed to mark your your skin with ink. So, sorry. Depending on which translation (laughs) you read. That's what it says. You want me to pull up my Bible right now? I've heard both. I've honestly heard both. Like, I remember one time... I was like in youth group, and I, I I will be honest. I was I was kind of a brat, and I would like challenge everything the youth pastor said. He did. I don't think he liked me very much, but one time he was like, "Let's talk about tattoos. Who has this verse?" And someone pulled out her. I think it was a. Uh, what's like the really popular Bible translation? NIV. Yeah, it was an NIV. She pulls it out, and it says, "Whatever," but it literally said the word tattoo, and so I had a King James Bible because I like to be a rebel and. That's just how I rebelled. <laughs> and mine said, don't scar your body. Mm. Well, a tattoo is technically scarring your body. Is it? Isn't it? Is it? You bleed and stuff, right? So you bleed if you trip and scrape your knee. <laughs> like, well, that's a sin. Well, you need to figure that out. You're being a butt. <laughs> you don't even believe that. No, I don't believe that. Oh, man. I believe it is also... Like most of the things we're talking about today is a very open-handed thing. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're struggling with any of this stuff, then hey, guess what? You need to also figure out what you believe about Jesus because you probably believe the wrong thing. David, <laughs> he's being. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the best explanation of the tattoo question that I've heard, and don't get mad at me for saying his name, but Mark Driscoll spoke about it, and I I just <gasps> like this one thing that he said. What'd you say? I said Mark Driscoll. Who? It doesn't mean, ah! (laughs) So he said basically that back in biblical times, a tattoo was specifically for, like, pagan farmers. So not even, like, the pagan type of people we see today, but just what paganism meant back in biblical days. And it was a specific thing that they did that was just for them, that would mark who they were kind of a thing. Um, And so back then it was saying, like, don't mark yourself as one of these people. Um, You're marked by Jesus. Yeah. So I feel like in, in a lot of that law, Jesus said no longer matters, right? Like later on in the Bible. And I think you can think it's wrong. That's totally fine. Like my dad thinks it's very dumb that I have a tattoo. <laughs> it's fine. He's allowed to think that. That's not an interpretation in the Bible that's going to cloud the gospel unless he says that I'm not saved, which he doesn't. Then I think it's fine to believe tattoos are wrong. But I think when it, it becomes wrong to say you cannot be saved if you have a tattoo, that is what's wrong. Um, if you have tattoos and you're like myself and you're like, my body's a temple and I want to make it look awesome, I think that's fine too. Like, it, it's okay. <laughs> body's a temple. As long as it's something that, I mean, just like everything, it, it, God's after our hearts. I've said that a million times in the podcast. God wants your heart. That is the most important thing here, guys. Truly. Jesus wants t- your heart. That's all he wants. He, he wants you who you are your actual personality who you are he really does he loves you yeah um and i mean i would just drop this advice if you're like considering getting a tattoo and you're not sure just be solid on what you like my best advice because i have one is just be solid on what you want for a long time like if you want something and then two years later you still want it there's a good chance you're gonna like it the rest of your life But if, you know, you just, you walk by the tattoo parlor and you're like, oh, I want to get this saying that's super important to me right now, you may regret that. So just think about it. Be careful with it. Um, Have an artist do it that you really trust that you like and 
Well, yeah, because if you, if for some reason you're against tattoos, you should also be um, against a lot of things. And you should be against makeup. You should be against pearls. You should be against women braiding their hair in church. You should be against a lot of things. You should be against dresses. You should be against, or you should be for dresses and against pants. I don't know. Dude, dude, why are you making rules? Why are you making Christianity harder than it has to be? But it's okay to have the opinion. Like, that's a very open-handed issue. It's okay to say, like, I don't think tattoos are okay. I think it is a sin. It's okay to have the opinion, but it's not okay to tell everyone else that they have to have the same opinion but as But no, no opinion should cloud the gospel. No opinion should say, like, if you do this one thing, you're not saved. That's not okay. Because the gospel's what matters. Okay, so moving on. Um, hey guys, hardcore music is it cool or not cool <laughs> if you're a Christian? Is that not okay? So you want to know something funny? What? So I got into like screamo or heavy metal, kind of to rebel. Like that was part of it, but really, so what happened was I liked a guy. He really liked the band Him, and I had no access to the internet. We lived with not a lot of money. <laughs> and so I figured out that MTV in the morning would play music videos, like new upcoming music videos. So I got up early every day to try to catch like a hymn music video so I could have at least heard one song by him. Ended up hearing them. They were not my thing. But I discovered Under Oath, right? And I'm like so excited. I found this like heavy metal band and I'm like, finally something that's not Christian music. <laughs> Under Oath's a Christian band. Yeah. And then the same thing happened. I, you know, I discovered Flyleaf, and I'm like, she's so cool. So glad I like don't have to listen to that dumb worship music anymore. What is Flyleaf? Not a Christian band. They're pretty much a Christian band. <laughs> Beautiful Bride, Body of Christ, One Flesh United. Like, they're a Christian band. And then, like, I, the same thing happened, like, Devil Wears Prada, Disciple, like, I finally, I get, like, everything I tried to find that wasn't Christian ended up being Christian, except for AFI. So, you know what? I think it's, I think heavy metal music's okay. <laughs> I think with all forms of music, because another question we have on here is, can you listen to rap and be a Christian? With all forms of art, I think we have to just ask ourselves how it's affecting us. How is it affecting you as a person? Is it making you want to do things you probably shouldn't? Is it... Or is it just a form of art you're appreciating? It's okay to go to the Museum of Art and be like, Oh, that's a pretty painting of a sunset. And are you going to ask yourself, Did a Christian paint this? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to ask yourself if a Christian painted it. Why? Because that's weird, guys. <laughs> now... If you struggle with a woman that's scantily dressed or whatever and you see a piece of art and that you struggle with that inside, yeah, you probably shouldn't look at that piece and of it's art. it's okay to walk away from that. And that's the same thing with music. Hey, it's a piece of art. If you're not going, you, should, you don't have to turn it off just because it's not praising Jesus' name, Christian. We're talking to Christians right now. If you're a Christian... It's okay to enjoy music. So I remember this one time um, I was at a restaurant. I used to do this thing. Um, it was like a DJ thing with trivia questions is pretty much what it was. And there were these people that were coming every week specifically for it. And I was, I was learning how to do it. And this lady tells me, as long as you don't play any of that rap music, rap isn't music. And 
I've always remembered that because it, like, I think it hit me that day, like, hey, just because I don't like something doesn't make it not music. So, like... Doesn't make it not valid. Yeah, just, so me, I absolutely find country music really annoying with the exception of, like, a few things. That doesn't make it not music. It's still country music. Like still music. Or, it's like... It's just not what you like. The yodeling kid. I cannot stand that stuff, but that doesn't make it not music just because I don't like it. Like, you can't just act like something isn't real because you don't like it. That's that's not fair to the artists that put a lot of work in it, into it. That's not fair to the human beings that like that stuff. Like, they're not devalued because you disagree. That's not okay. Yeah, it's okay to disagree with people, guys. And it's okay. We all have different tastes, man. Like, that's okay. Um, I'm, I think we're kind of covered most of this, the rest of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Can you be a Christian and celebrate Halloween? Um, Sure. Okay, that's all. <laughs> uh, you can be a Christian, but if you don't want to celebrate Halloween, that's fine too. If you struggle with that in your heart and you're like, it kind of hurts me, then yeah, you don't have to celebrate it. That's fine. But don't tell everyone else they can't and they're less than because they celebrate it. No, just If they still worship God and they want to bless their community, then good on them, mate. I saw a episode of Wife Swap where it was like Halloween and people were trick or treating and this family was like so against Halloween but they felt bad for their kids. Oh. So they made the older siblings go into their bedrooms with like verses on paper. Oh, that's weird. And they made the younger kids like knock on the door and get the verses. Oh, that's like really lame. <laughs> I was like, dude, lame. if you're not going to do it, just watch a movie and don't do it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty lame. I'm not trying to be... It was like, like you could tell the kids were like, I don't want to do this. Like... <laughs> Hey guys, you can be weird, be saved. You don't have to look exactly like everyone else. Um, you can believe in dinosaurs even. Dinosaurs are the coolest animal ever. I'm not sure why you put that on there because most Christians I know believe in dinosaurs. There was one that told me they were not real. <laughs> and they were a government conspiracy to make people hate God. And I got really sad because dinosaurs are my favorite animal. <laughs> yeah, but that's not very common. Alright guys. We're moving on to our next topic. Guess what? This is not an ad. We just really like David. this. <laughs> Del Taco. Anytime you start a sentence like that, this is not an ad. <laughs> I have to tell you guys. It's not an ad. It's just delicious. I, I think we might do a vlog on this pretty soon. Del Taco. Got Del Taco. Tacos. Got Beyond Tacos, guys. We, we talked about the Beyond Burger that um, Disneyland had. Guess what? Del Taco has tacos. That have that fake meat in it or whatever. They're so good, you guys. Um, if you're wondering what it is, it's like scientifically they got the flavor patterns um, closer to meat, I guess. They kill like a fake cow and. <laughs> <laughs> they grow a fake cow I'm and they kill. Such a hypocrite! Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's okay as long as it's a fake cow. <laughs> no, uh, and, and it's technically pea protein. Like you know, peas. You eat peas. <laughs> I don't like peas. Peas are gross. No, he doesn't. It but I like crazy. pea protein. Those peas are amazing. And these Beyond Tacos are delicious. Um, and you can still be saved. And, <laughs> and eat, eat, and eat Del, Taco. Del Taco now. Not according to Destry Smith. He you, eats Del Taco. You weren't okay. But Del Taco's great because they have like those good fries and now they have the Beyond he's Tacos. Made, like I don't know if this is true. You don't like Destry Smith, but... He's made, like, so many anti-Del Taco videos that they, like, he's permanently banned from Del Taco. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, guys, we wanted to end this episode on a happy note. Jesus is salvation. Not your mama. <laughs> she don't decide who goes to hell.
Jesus decides. I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> That's what you sound like. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is salvation. You decide. You can decide a lot of things, folks. But the most important thing you're going to decide is what you believe about Jesus. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you, you can find Nika and Scraps at Scrapadapple on the Instagram. You can follow me on the Instagram at the Dave of Reno. And you can subscribe to all of us on YouTube at Classy Bird Vlogs. Our wonderful sponsors. Please go su- subscribe to them. <laughs> our, our wonderful sponsors. This has been Classy Bird Talk, episode 8 of Crazy Christianity. We're getting close to be done, guys. You guys don't have to listen talk about Christian stuff. Are, are you, like, happy or sad? Let us know down in the comments. What comments? I don't know. <laughs> I'm used to saying that for the tube, man. We're on Spotify. We're all over the place. Hey, hey, hey. Please, please, please follow us and share us. Share us with your friend. Give them the gift of classy birds talking. Or don't. Don't feel like you have to. It's fine. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Thank you, our friends, my friends. You stay classy. Tweet, 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 deep, broski. <laughs>